you might see something like Nourished by Nina, but by Nourished me. with Nina. Oh, damn it. She doesn't even know I my know, blog. I'm sorry. Worst friend. Just kidding. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. It's a Nina and Liz solo episode. You know that song. Did you just make that up? No, it's that. Um, oh, I just thought you were like making up a little no, theme it's song. Like old honky tonk. I forget what it's called. Zach knows it. It's like. It's like when things go crazy. Can we make that the intro of this podcast? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm kind of about that idea. I've got to look up and see what it's called. I feel like it's like something about honky tonk car or something. Well, clearly the theme I'll put for it in the show notes. Clear. <laughs> just because I know you're all gonna be really curious about it. <laughs> In the show notes. There you go. I'll link it in the show notes. Nobody cares. Oh, um, God. Yeah. Well, on a side note, we've been thinking about doing a new theme song for Wine and Shine. We need your feedback on this. What do you Not think? song. I think it's, isn't it like, I'm Nina and I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers. But we do have some. A bottle of wine and some thoughts. <laughs> no, not lately. Not, we have some tea we and have some, some thoughts. some tea and some other things. Yeah, do you guys, are you sick of the intro? Should we make a new one? Let us know. We will not be offended. Yeah. At all. No, it's been, oh my God, it's been like. Almost what, a year. Months? It'll be, a, we launched in October. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's exciting. Ooh. I know I say this all the time, but this is my favorite project. And this is not a big milestone for a lot of people, but it is for us. We finally hit over 1,000 on Instagram. Yay! <laughs> and I'm pretty stoked about it. Particularly because I do nothing on Instagram. I'm very happy for Nina because this is— <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you on Instagram is 2% Liz. Hey, you pop up on the stories once in a while. I do, and I posted a cute picture of, like— Kobe. My pup. Yeah. So. The dogs <laughs> of Insta. The dogs of wine and shine. Yeah. Uh, we decided that it would be kind of fun to do a quick solo episode and just kind of fill you in on what's been going on in the life of Nina and Liz. Yeah. Because so, who doesn't care about our lives? The people listening are like, uh, we're not interviewing anyone. I don't care. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> yeah, we decided to call these just a taste. Yeah. Like a little wine tasting. Yeah, just Still a little Still don't taste. have wine. <laughs> a little tea tasting. <laughs> yeah, some cool things have been going on with us. Yeah, so— I'm trying to—I don't want to say I'm trying to be vegan because I'm not. I'm eating a more plant-based lifestyle, so that's fun. Yeah. I think I on a previous episode—no, it was on a story. I talked about my bloat. Mm, my blo- blo- I'm so bloated. <laughs> I'm bloated all the time. And I will tell you that in—first of all, in the one week that I've done this, I've lost four pounds, which I wasn't like— Cool byproduct. That's not what I was trying to do. Right. I mean, I'm not complaining that I lost. It's four all pounds. about how you feel. It's right. not about the weight. But I felt like I'm not one to feel like my stomach feels flat. I don't feel that way ever. And I'm like, my stomach feels like I just feel 
I don't know. Not bloated. Compact. Is that (laughs) the right word? Something. Yeah. I have been thinking a lot about this recently too because I I don't like follow a specific diet, but if I had to label it, it airs more towards paleo, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I do eat meat. And lately I've just been thinking a lot about not cutting out meat necessarily, but really, really reducing it and adding more plant-based meals into my diet because really eating plants is wonderful for you. And I don't think I eat enough of them. I eat very much like throw some frozen broccoli and quinoa in the microwave and maybe have some chicken. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very like this, this, and that. And I want to start being creative with like soups and stews and vegan pizza. So I have this app that I... I have it for a year because I tried a seven-day free trial and I forgot to cancel it. So now I have this app for a whole year. And <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? They get God you. It. And then I think 110% of the time I forget to cancel. Yeah. yeah. So they have $65. But for a year's worth, that wasn't bad. Yeah. It's called 8Fit. And you can select your meal, like how you like to eat. So vegan was an option, but so was vegetarian. So was low carb. So was low sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, different, you know, whatever your preference is, if you're wanting to try some kind of change in your diet. And it then gives you a meal for every, like it meal plans for you. And you can go in and say, well, I don't really want that recipe or that's too hard. Oh, you can also say like, I want easy recipes or I want hard recipes. Ooh, that would be good for me. Yeah. So it gives you a meal plan for every single day and then you can click a button and it exports every single thing to make those meals into a grocery list. So I now- That's uber convenient. It's great. Um, also because right now I'm trying to find ways to like find more time in my life. Um, and one of them is if I don't have to go to the grocery store, I'm not going to. Cut out the unnecessary. Right. Yeah. So for those of you who live in a major city um, in Columbus, we- I, I use a service that Simi, one of our former guests, recommended called Instacart, where it's $15 a month, but it's worth it because I'm like, what's my time worth? If I'm spending like, let's say four to six hours a month in the grocery store, like Mm -hmm. I like to think that my time four to six hours is worth $15. I love going to the grocery store. I don't know why. I do, but lately I'm just like, I don't have time for it. Yeah, I think it just depends on your life. I mean, I'm also on summer break, so we Mm -hmm. know I got time on my hands. But I just really enjoy it because I think I like, like, picking things and putting it in my cart Mm -hmm. and then looking at my cart of healthy groceries and putting them all away. And I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of the the grocery store. Well, I think you, like, control—because you're so into what you're eating, you like some element of control. Yeah. This—like, someone else is picking out my stuff. I can say get the organic zucchini, and they'll get it, but they make it, like, a small, shrivelly, gross zucchini. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's, it is giving someone else control to pick out my stuff. But um, it's nice because I just pull up my list, and it literally, like— I have it on my phone like a checklist, and then I just go on Instacart and type in all the stuff, and it's cut my grocery shopping down to like 20 minutes. Has it my made meal- it cheaper? Because, see, yes. that is the one thing, because I feel like if you are organizing it beforehand, mm-hmm. then you can pick your price. Even with Instacart, like I've looked at it, and I'm like, I'm not going in and being like, oh, that looks good, which mm-hmm. is what I do 100% of the time in the grocery store. Yeah, same. Um, I have no, <laughs> I'm like, give me all the food. So that's really great, but it's made trying that lifestyle a lot easier because mm-hmm. in what I was doing before, um, when I first started, I which I have only been doing this for like, it's kind of two weeks, but in between I went to Mississippi for a funeral and everything's fried chicken. Like 100% of food, food is fried chicken. Every time you come back from <laughs> Mississippi, the things you tell me you eat are You're so, like, you'd hate it so much. Yeah. So, 
but I've been trying it for a couple weeks. And at first I was just like doing, looking at Pinterest and trying to find like, oh, here's some stuff and trying to do that on my own. And having this app, I want to say it's like three or five bucks a month. To me, it's worth it. Not having to like, because when I meal prep, prep on Pinterest, I spend like, I'll spend like two hours like being like, okay, on this day I eat this and I just have leftover. Um, and this just kind of does it for you, so. That's the challenge for me when it comes to, like, I, I want to start eating more plants and I want to start doing these things. So I'll go onto some of my favorite bloggers' websites and mm-hmm. I'll go onto Pinterest. And my struggle is that I spend the time buying the ingredients and. And you don't make it. Or I make it and it ends up terrible. I don't know what it is. I love baking. I could bake all day and my baking, my baked goods turned out great. But when I make a meal from mm-hmm. a recipe book, not good. Never tastes good. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I do have a Zach, which helps mm. a lot. Zach, the premier chef. Yeah, he is. I did have like some of the foods though. I, I thought it'd be really like not a lot of variety, but I'm into Indian food. You don't really. No, I do. Do you? I just had this amazing like curry squash vegan soup at mm-hmm. Zoop. Have, oh. Is Zoop just a Columbus thing? I think it. I'm not sure. No, I had a curried. It was a cauliflower. And so it feels very like filling and yeah. almost meaty because that's a lot of, I, I don't know, it's it's dense. Cauliflower is like, it's not like spinach. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it doesn't have a lot to it. It's it's hearty. Um, and it had lentils and this really good curry sauce. My point being with all of this is that I am feeling a lot just more energetic, I would say, when I do it and less bloated mm-hmm. um, and just healthier. Mm-hmm. but. I'm not the kind of person, and nothing wrong if you're if you're a very strict vegan for ethical reasons, and you don't want any of that in your life. Kudos to you. I'm not going to be the kind of person that goes and gets something that has marinara and is like, was this cooked with meat? Mm-hmm. Then I'm not going to eat it. Well, I kind of think that that's the way to go. And again, if you're vegan for ethical reasons, absolutely, right. you do need- your thing. Yeah, but. I'm kind of in the same boat with you because I can become very extreme mm-hmm. when it comes to I'm eating this way, I'm eating this way, whatever. But I think ultimately what it's all about is how do you feel when you're eating? So I'm with you in that I want to start trying to go and eating more vegan meals. But at the same time, if there is some chicken at a party or something and my body is craving chicken, I'm not going to not allow myself to eat that. Yeah. And we were just talking about this in the episode previous to this with Cameron about how sometimes there's a difference between nourishing your body on like a nutrition level and what your body needs chemically and all of that happy stuff to make your hormones work. But then there's nourishing your body on a soul level sometimes too. And I think we forget about that aspect because being Italian, food's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like it's about community and it's about who makes the food. And like if you're out with your husband and he has some cheesecake and you want to have a bite of the cheesecake, like that's nourishing you in a different way. I think a lot of times that when we make these choices and we make these changes, it can feel kind of isolating. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are very sensitive about their food because of that sense of community. And I know coming from a similar standpoint, like the Southern side of things, it's, it's a very similar, like food is gatherings, food is family. It's not just like what you're eating. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, not that I'm saying my family is judgmental because they're not, but I feel like when you start doing this kind of stuff, you always have people like, like the first thing I said when I was trying to eat more vegan to people that I've told, I immediately go, but I'm not being that kind of vegan. And I feel like you don't want people to jump on you. Right. Mm Because people get really sensitive about when you don't eat things that they think 
are nourishing or no, good. No, I hear you. It's weird. My mom gets weird about it. Like, I remember when I was vegan for two months, she was like, Nina, you're not going to eat meat. I love you're not going to eat. What am, I gonna, what am I going to feed? Like, she just doesn't know what to feed yeah. me. And it's not about that. It's just, I think it's okay to experiment with your body. I also am a big, big believer in that everybody, everybody's body responds to a different sort of diet and nutrition mm-hmm. and we're not all the same. So there's nothing wrong in experimenting with what makes you feel good. We're all made up differently. Right. Like I've tried to cut out gluten. It didn't really help my issue. And this is the first time I just experimented with cutting out meat and dairy and it just made me feel good. But mm-hmm. if it didn't, if it didn't, if I didn't feel any better, I wouldn't keep doing it. Yeah. So I think like, like you said with the cheesecake, like I had a bite of Zach's cheesecake the other day and it had whipped cream on it. There was lots of dairy in that bite. And I was like, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I'm trying to be vegan. So... Mm-hmm. Because I think anytime you start being really extreme with what you eat, particularly in my case, if you've had issues like with control and food and I was and just gonna say that having an unhealthy relationship with food, yeah. you can get down in a really like not good place. I think it's hard because a lot of us, and I mean me and Liz talk about this quite often, but when you kind of err towards having anxious tendencies, you're big thing is wanting to control like any aspect of your life that you can. So even when you're making a healthful decision, it can turn into a controlling mechanism. So Mm -hmm. I really love that. I feel like me and you are both at this place where we're realizing and we're aware that we have a tendency to do that. And it's not so much about I'm doing this to control how I feel. It's like, you know what? I'm experimenting and I'm being open with listening to what my body needs and focusing on what's making me feel good or what's not making me feel good. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, it's really been incredibly freeing to allow myself to eat things that I don't typically eat and know that I'm not going to start eating that way all the time. And I'm not going to start like having panic attacks or something because I'm doing that. I think because that situation where you think that the food can like cause all of this, Mm -hmm. you know, chaos in your life, I think you're giving food more power than it needs to have. Oh, completely. It's just food. And I do it in a different way. I do like, if I eat this, I will gain five pounds. Right. And like, that's the route I go. It's interesting because everybody has a different element. Like mine is more like, if I eat this, will I feel out of control in my body? And you are like, if I eat this, will I gain X amount of pounds? Mm -hmm. Like everybody's, it's so weird how food seems to be it's not the issue at its core, but it somehow like hides. It's the way we like choose to control whatever the issue is at its core. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, what else is going on now that I know we're, we're talking about my vegan exploration, but what um, are you up to? I am really excited because I, as you guys know, I'm doing my health coaching right now and I'm really enjoying the IIN program and everything that's coming along with it. And I've kind of been diving deeper into like what I want my path to be with that. And it's, it, obviously I talk about it all the time. It's like really centered around like hormone balance and anxiety and like holistic health and like nutrition and body and spirit. And I've been really getting into like spirituality, but I've also realized that My control mechanism is also like gravitating towards this new spiritual journey I'm on Mm. where sometimes it can be too much. It's like, ooh, I'm really into crystals right now. Like, let me explore crystals. And ooh, I want to try Reiki. And oh my gosh, now I want to do acupuncture. And now I need to try this meditation. And oh, what's tapping? And I need to pray and all of this stuff. I mean, you could literally spend your entire day doing all of those things and not accomplish, not do anything else. (laughs) Right. So I'm actually reading this book by Daniel Laporte called White Hot Truth. And it's all about when you get 
too into all of these like spiritual tools and tactics that it kind of starts to defeat the purpose. Mm -hmm. And I really realized recently that they're all tools. Like meditation is a tool. Like maybe using crystals is a tool. Going to Reiki is a tool to get you closer to source or whatever you're trying to figure out. But really like sometimes you just got to be and you just got to like live and be grounded. And I guess I'm just trying to find a balance between bettering all yourself. of these Because that's what you're really trying to do is exactly. better yourself. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm fine where I'm at. Yeah. You know, but there's, again, we live in a world of extremes. You can go too far. Well, and also isn't everything I'm working towards about how to be present and grounded in the now. Mm-hmm. And when you're too up in your head about so many things, you're con- completely defeating the purpose of like trying to be more present and in your body. So I guess like- where I'm at right now is I'm learning to be more in my body and not so much on the self-help train. Because although I think it's really nice to be like reading your self-help books and exploring different avenues and whatever, I think it's most important to remember like you're living on this earth right now and like your body is here and you are fine the way that you are and to not get too consumed in all of that. I need to do this and I need to try this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Side note, I'm really excited about all of that. And it actually has kind of prompted me to start my own blog. And yes. Can we plug your your stuff? Like, yeah. let's plug your Instagram and your blog, which isn't live yet, but it will be. It will be. Actually, by the time this airs, I'm not quite sure, but it might be up. So check. I'm launching my blog, which is nourishedwithnina.com. And basically right now, it's just going to be a place where I am kind of putting out all of my thoughts about all of these things that we talk about on the podcast and Mm -hmm. my adventure with finding a happier and healthier me. Right now I have like my blog up about my appointment with my naturopathic doctor and kind of about my story. And I'm just going to be writing about all of these things that we talk about in kind of greater depth and how it relates to me. And then of course, when I finish my health coaching in May, I'll have that element up on the blog as well so we can start working together and I can start connecting and helping other women. So wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, of course I've started my Instagram. I've been trying to do a little bit more on my personal Instagram. Nourished with Nina, right? Yeah. I changed the name. So it's also at Nourished with Nina. So if you want to follow along, it's there too. I also, I want to pull our listeners, not that I'm I hate to be like, not that I'm going to listen to you, but I do like to just get other opinions. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of exploring and I'm in like very, 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 I cannot tell you how early stages I am of this, doing something along the lines of like financial counseling Mm -hmm. or financial coaching and bringing in um, some like holistic elements of things we've been talking about into our relationship with money and how I can help people so that they can live a more wellness-driven life outside. Because um, I think a lot of times the the beef that I have with the wellness industry as a whole is that I think, um, and not really beef, just something I've, I've noticed, I think you have to have a certain level of privilege to participate in these conversations. I agree. Um, I think you have to, if you're coming from a place where you can't like get by or you're so financially stressed, you can't think about anything else, how are you going to think about like paying for a yoga class or buying organic food. So I'm considering like starting a very small, like not a blog. I think I'm just going to start writing personally and then maybe make it into something like nourishbynina.com. It's like a Zanga. Yeah, like a Zanga. It's like where you used to have your online diary. Right, but then I have to put it out there. The reason I'm like, ooh, is because like I want to come from a place of vulnerability and I want to share my story about like, 
what financial freedom is looks like for me, which it's not there yet at all. But that means like putting out there what my financial situation mm-hmm. looks like because how can people relate to me if I don't say that? I just think it's such a need because you're completely right. And that's one of my struggles is in in this wellness world, how can you be doing all of these things to better yourself if you literally are still struggling in the financial world? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like all steps. It's like, first you got to get the the body in and then the mind and then the spirituality. But like, how are you supposed to do all of that if you're really struggling with just the day-to-day of living life, you know? Right. I think it's a super need and you need to go for it. Yeah. So I might do like, eventually, like maybe in six months, that's my estimate. You might see something like Nourished by Nina, but by Nourished me. with Nina. Oh, damn it. She doesn't even know I my know, blog. I'm sorry. Worst friend. Just kidding. I Nourished by Nina wasn't available. Right? Nourished by Nina. No, yeah. I wanted to be naturally Nina mm. just because I thought it had a good ring to it. Um, shout out to my friend Eat Well Detroit in Michigan. By the way, follow her on Instagram. Her food pics are amazing. Uh, but she thought about it. She was like, naturally with Nina or naturally Nina. It's like, that sounds great. But there's like a trillion naturally We Ninas. should interview all the naturally Ninas on our podcast. Come on over, naturally <laughs> Nina. Get on the podcast. Chat us up. But yeah, I think it's cool that we're both kind of exploring our own. I think you're much further along on mine or yours than mine because you're like actually like doing the health coaching and they have like financial coaching stuff that I've like looked into similar certifications. Yeah. I'm just One not there yet. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah. Exploring my hashtag side hustle, mm-hmm. which I know people hate. Ha- hate, hate the word side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. I've kind of decided that I'm not really going to worry so much about full-time side hustle business. I'm just going to do what lights me up and who com- whoever comes comes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying not even to I'm actually in the middle of writing a blog post about this is just trying not to control everything because it's really easy to look at what other people are doing on Instagram and what other health coaches are doing and compare yourself. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, it's not really about that. It's about doing what makes you feel good, helping others, knowing that you've been through something that maybe you can potentially help somebody else get through too. And I'm just trying to like go with the flow, not control the situation, and really just kind of use it as a creative outlet. And if it helps people, it helps people. And when I get my certification, you know, hopefully I can like have some credibility to just kind of do what I love. Yeah. I feel like we started this episode like well, we have some things going on and I think it turned into like we have some really big things going we on we actually have some <laughs> huge things going on yeah no it's kind of fun it's it's an interesting time and on a side note I've been kind of like into this whole astrology thing which is just another element of the spirituality business but if you guys don't listen to that so retrograde it's a really good podcast but they've been talking about and take this with a grain of salt if you're what into astrology or not that Starting on June 24th, I mean July 24th, ooh, which is in two days. Whoa. There's going to start being shifts, like, with all of us, that there are going to be, like, a lot of big changes happening. Something with the planets and retrograde and, I don't know, all the ins and outs. Sure. But (laughs) I'm interested if you guys are all feeling it, too. So, apparently, from July 24th through, like, the beginning of September, there's going to be, like, a lot of change and inner workings happening in all of our lives. Hmm. And I'm kind of seeing it with myself and I'm seeing it with my friends. So if you guys are into astrology or if you've been feeling the same way, like hit me up, send me a message. I'm just curious because it's kind of fascinating. I'll have to listen to I this. think cool things are going to be happening. 
with people and the world and changes and big things. Sure. I don't know much about astrology other than the Saturn return thing, which I think is really fascinating. For another topic, we should have an astrology podcast. We should. Actually, we are having the girls from High Vibe Living on and they're real into like kundalini and spirituality. I think it'd be cool to have an astrologer on. Hmm. We could get like readings. Let's do it. I love it. Ooh, let's plan this, right? When we get off the call. Yes. Let me tell you, whenever I tell someone or I read about like Scorpio, which is my sign. It's literally like the biggest hot mess sign of all. And all the attributes <laughs> are like manipulative, psychotic, angry. And I'm like, cool. That's but, nice. That doesn't identify you though. It's just like where your challenges lie. I'm like a Pisces and I'm all over the place and go between like highs and lows. And I don't know, I creative messes. So I feel like it's just knowing that inner part of yourself and how to, how to work around it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's go plan this astrology episode now, I'm ready. I guess. I hope you guys liked our little Just, just a Taste because that's what it is. What's our theme song? <laughs> it's going to be in the show notes. Link it in the show notes. So Actually, you want to listen. What I'm requesting is that our audio guy, Hayden. Hayden, if you can find this song and insert it in the— Please. It's yakety sax. Something yakety like, yak. No, no, no. It's like yakety sax. I'm going to find it immediately when we're done and play it for you. Done. All right, guys, that's all we got for this little episode. Follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to follow our private Facebook group. Yeah. We are really excited about it. The Wine and Shiners on Facebook. Talk to us. Um, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you're up to. Don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> what you up to. Uh, but also, yeah, send us like ideas for stories or things you want to talk about or just like a love note or a hate note. Whatever you want to send to well, yeah. gmail.com or you can also reach out to us on our website wineandshinepodcast.com. There's a contact form. We love to hear from you any way that you want to reach out. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>